Welcome to the very first episode of the Bros and Beers podcast. My name is James and I'm joined here today by my co-host Vian. How's it guys? It's good to be here. It's good to finally be able to sit down and record our first ever podcast. It feels amazing. Yeah, this is something we've been preparing for for a very long time. So we hope you guys enjoy the show and you you like what we do here and you you stick around. We've mm. got some pretty cool things planned in the future and we'd love for you guys to be here when we get into those things. Enough about the future. Yes. We are in the now. Yes. And for the now, we are speaking about Castle Lager and Valentine's Day. Ooh. So James, mm-hmm. I'm looking in the eyes. Mm-hmm. If you look at that Castle Lager beer label, mm-hmm. it says made or it says 1895. Mm-hmm. It makes you think that it is made in 1895, but no. Mm-hmm. Castle Lager was made in 1888. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> super serious for no reason. Yeah, so Castle Lager was founded in 1888. Yeah. Super fun fact, even though the label does say 1895. Yeah, uh, I'm assuming that's because the it was sort of... Uh, the brewery was put together in 1888 Mm. Um, however they they first started brewing castle in 1895 is that correct yeah that is and now castle log is south africa's most famous beer yeah i mean i can believe that basically everywhere you go you see castle i mean wow we are just bombarded by castle ads pretty much everywhere we go so that doesn't exactly surprise me and it's also not a bad beer so it can be everywhere. Yeah, that's true. Um, also, Castle Lagos is 100% grown and produced in South Africa. It's about as South African as you can get. Yeah, bro. And as South African as you get, they also sponsor all our national teams. That's amazing. That That's really, really nice. You know, often you see with a lot of big corporate companies, they, they sort of select their market mm. and then they only put money towards that specific thing, you know. Yeah. So maybe it's just rugby mm. or soccer or you know swimming or whatever it may be i think it's something that's really south african about castle you know it's a sort of a south african element to them is that they you know they're part of the rainbow nation they they support each and every one of the members of you know the country and i think that's something quite special and i have to commend the company for doing that it's that's really cool and also fits in nicely with their whole motto is bringing people together uniting people over a castle yeah, I mean, they, they're living their motto, which is really nice. Yeah. It's, it, it shows some, some authenticity to the company, which I have to commend. It's, it's awesome. Good job, Castle. <laughs> so enough about Castle for now. We'll get back to Castle a bit later. Mm. But Valentine's Day. What are your thoughts about Valentine's Day? Ah, yes. The day of love. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think Valentine's Day is pretty cool. It's an excuse to treat that special person in your life to you know, to a nice day out or a nice meal or maybe a, a unique and interesting gift. And I think I think that's really cool. You know, it, it, you know, often people say, no, 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 no. You need to be like spoiling the special mm. person in your life yeah. like once a week at least or every yeah, Friday, yeah. you know. And Valentine's Day is nothing but a, a, a corporate marketing tool <laughs> that exploits you, the customer, into buying their products for your special person. And, you know, they're manipulating you. And I'm like, <laughs> stop. <laughs> calm down and you know you shouldn't be worrying about that Mm -mm. that on valentine's day all you should be focused on is that person in your life so i'm i'm definitely one of those people that sort of you know celebrates valentine's day even though at the moment i'm a i'm a single pringle (laughs) (laughs) hey ladies how you doing (laughs) and about that i also then don't feel that valentine's day is over commercialized Mm. 
I think of Valentine's Day as a birthday. Yeah. If Facebook doesn't remind me about my friend's birthday, then often I'd forget. Mm. And I think the companies do the same. If I forget about Valentine's Day, the companies a week earlier are like, hey, you know Valentine's Day is close. <laughs> and uh, I commend them for that. And that, that, was, that also makes you do something or like tease your lover and be like, hmm, I'm getting you something, but I can't tell you yet. Something <laughs> like that, you know? So I really like that. And I don't think that Valentine's Day is that over-commercialized. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, you know, obviously any company with, you know, a brain will make use of Valentine's yeah. Day to sell some products. But I mean, you don't see pick and pay advertising their no-name brand. Yeah. Like, valentine's day special buy two soap powders for the price of <laughs> one you know you, you don't see that it's more like the the flower companies mm. the chocolate companies maybe the the jewelry manufacturers and yeah. which is perfectly understandable but i mean it would be quite annoying if every year on valentine's day it was like buy our soap powder please <laughs> <laughs> exactly instead of one you can get two for yourself and your lover <laughs> <laughs> and uh, another interesting thing i found out about valentine's day it's only quite recently i found out about it is valentine's day is made to show that you love someone not yeah. necessarily your lover so like james i love you no thanks bro. As, a, as a friend and on valentine's day i can show you that i love you by buying you some gifts or beer. giving you a card beer 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 exactly it's <laughs> done you got it so you know what i'm getting you for valentine's day oh dear. damn ruined the surprise <laughs> rats <laughs> And yeah, um, I never knew that. And I think that's something that a lot of people should think of is that Valentine's Day shouldn't only be spent with a lover. So, you know, for our single Pringles, it isn't an issue because you can always have a braai with your friends, a braai and a beer, you know, <laughs> all sorted. Yeah. So, I mean, I think a lot of people can find solace in that, you know, um, I'm sure there's a lot of people that, you know, are struggling with yeah. love and trying to find, you know, someone special to spend their, their special day with. Mm. And I think they can find comfort in the fact that, you know, there's absolutely nothing wrong then with there's absolutely nothing wrong with spending Valentine's Day with your friends. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I think people should embrace that more, you know. Yeah. And I think it's that's something that companies aren't promoting. Mm. You know, everyone's like, ah, oh, the special person, the special person. But you know, I think they're losing a lot of the market, you know, all, all the single people. Yeah. Whereas they can be like, Hey, Valentine's Day special, buy a six pack of beer and a bri pack. And then get a free bag of charcoal. Yeah. Like, come on, checkers. Like you guys have get a, on it. Yeah, you guys have a liquor store. <laughs> Make it happen, please. <laughs> <laughs> and then speaking about, you know, finding solace, Valentine's Day is also a nice day to step out and be like, Hey, I like you. Do you want to go out and do something to that one special person in your life? Someone that you've liked but was too afraid to tell. Yeah, I think people should definitely embrace that. Um you know, earlier we were chatting about this and you, you mentioned that, you know, pe people in Valent like on Valentine's Day, people have a specific mindset. Yeah. Or some people may be negative, be like, I hate Valentine's Day, <laughs> but we, let's, let's ignore those folk for a second. Um, I think people should embrace that and use it as an opportunity to maybe step out of their comfort zone a little and like speak to that person, yeah. be an adult and communicate and be like, hey, you know, I felt this way for you know a while now let's 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 try something and you know hey maybe maybe you get turned down but i mean that's a part of life you know you've got to yeah. you won't know until you do it yeah and i think that's something that's very important some people will spend their lives waiting yeah. for someone 
Whereas, or waiting for that right moment. Yeah, or waiting for that right moment, that Hollywood-esque yeah. movie moment. And, you know, unfortunately, our reality isn't that exciting. Yeah. And it's up to you to sort of take that step. You know, maybe, maybe, hey, maybe you're, you're a lady and you, you sort of expect the guy to do it. But who knows? Maybe that guy is a little shy. Mm. Ladies, you know, embrace your femininity yeah. and your power. You approach him, you know, grab him by the balls. Not literally, <laughs> but be like, hey, you know, um, are you ever going to do anything about this or are you just blind? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's i feel like we we're diverting into yeah relationship advice and let's we i'm not qualified <laughs> not at all <laughs> i am i am not a, i am not a therapist <laughs> uh let's let's swiftly move on from that yeah and you spoke earlier about you no know, not companies like beacon pay promoting their no-name brand products um companies like net florist um rely solely on not solely but rely on valentine's day Eight mm. percent of the yearly profit is made from Valentine's Day. I mean, that's 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 a lot. I mean, just one day out of the year. Yeah, and it's it's crazy because flowers and heart shaped chocolates are big during the Valentine's, and you know you need a, a certain company to pre- uh, to provide that. And Netflows is perfect because they offer you the whole bouquet. Not sponsored. Not sponsored, <laughs> but they offer you the whole bouquet and some flowers and maybe with the flowers you can get a chocolate or a teddy or something you know so that's super cool and uh good job to them for doing so well over the the valentine's season yeah, yes. y- yeah. exactly i think that's a perfect counter argument to the over commercialization like mm. what happens if you actually do want to go out and buy you know uh, a bouquet of roses mm. for a for a reasonable price and a heart-shaped box of chocolates and maybe a teddy that says i love you you know not every day is like all the the stores mm. going to be like selling the stuff because yeah. it's not in demand. So technically, it's good that it's over commercialized because yeah. it means that these things are readily available. Yeah, mm. sure. There's an argument that they push it too hard, but I mean, I think that's that's besides the point. I yeah. think what's important here is that I mean, if you want to go out and buy, let's say you're getting home from work and you're in a rush and you suddenly need to get a bouquet of flowers and chocolates, you know, I mean, at least now you can find you can be comforted in the fact that you can find it easily yeah. without having to, you know, hunt across the country, you know, driving through like rush hour traffic so you can <laughs> get your gift and then get home yeah. all in time. So I think, I personally think it's a good thing. Like good to you companies, embrace it. Cause at the end of the day, you save guys like myself who might maybe be too busy and may forget, yeah. you know, in some cases. And then you, we can, it's readily available and we can grab the stuff yeah. when it's needed. So I think I think it's a good thing. I think it's awesome. And uh just to flex a bit more on it flows, they made fifty six percent profit from twenty seventeen to twenty eighteen. So it just shows how South Africa is in demand for for Valentine's products as well. So you mean their their profit increased by fifty six percent? Yeah. Wow. From twenty seventeen to twenty eighteen. I mean, that's good. I mean, I guess that also reflects maybe some growth in the market, which is great for the company. Yeah, and then a French oak called uh Philippe Touche or Touche. Oh, I don't know. French oak. He moved. He moved <laughs> from French to or France. From France from France <laughs> to South Africa. Yeah, um, four years ago, and he started. Oh, he's the owner of Le Boutique du Chocolat, which okay. uh, which makes chocolates, and he rates South Africa just under Europe when it comes to the the craze over the Valentine season. That's that's impressive. I mean, Europe is a pretty big place. Yeah. So, I mean, hey, it, it shows that 
love is definitely in the air down <laughs> here on the on the southern tip of the african continent <laughs> clearly clearly as south africans are more romantic than some people may think <laughs> screw paris no one cares about paris the city of love johannesburg <laughs> hey sunny hey will you be some you drink how's it but listen uh, you get those roses for your special person there <laughs> yeah i see you yeah freaky <laughs> You spoke about love is in the air. All I can smell is beer. <laughs> yes, there is a definite essence of hops in the air. And that perfectly leads us into our next segment, the beer tasting. We're going to grab some castles and we'll be right back. The official bros and beers taste testing thing or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Bree. Cheers, Boot. Oh. Oh, power to the people. Let's dive on straight into this. Damn. Mm. Mm. I love beer. <laughs> oh. Damn, I love me some beer. Mm. That's really nice. Nice and cold. It's refreshing. But, Easy uh, on the palate. Yeah. Um, quite malty though. Quite malty. Um, yeah, let's... Uh, Let's dive straight into this. Let's let's break out these categories. So here at the Bros and Beers podcast, we have an official <laughs> seven-step or seven-category thing, basically that we use to outline our beers to give you, the listener, a better idea of what we are experiencing this side of the microphone, and also for the people who don't listen or who, don't drink beer, <laughs> who don't listen to beer, you can't, who don't drink beer, uh, it'll give them an idea of what the beer tastes like. And it'll give them a reference to other beers. So we, we're pretty excited about this. We spend a, a good amount of time, you know, putting this together. So let's 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 do this. So first on the list, we've got color. Color, yes. So if it's all the way see-through, like water, it will be a zero. Mm-hmm. And if it's as dark as a start, be a 10. Yeah. And uh, this is... <laughs> this is... This is right in the middle at a five. Yeah, I agree. And just a, a quick quick fact... Um, the official term for a beer that has the sort of baseline color is undifferentiated. <laughs> oh, I know that's, yeah, undifferentiated. I'm sure that's. Yeah, it. it's the beer and the taste is undifferentiated. Yes, so this is, there we go. My, my compatriot here was giving me some reassurance. Yes, so this is what you'd call an undifferentiated beer. So if you're imagining beer in your head, that's exactly what this looks like. That wonderful clear golden, golden color mm. fantastic what's next on the list bitterness bitterness yes what are you what are you thinking while i grab another sip here i don't think this beer is that bitter at all like i said at the start it's easy on the palate um quite malty though so therefore i would rate this so the less bitter be a zero or like not bitter at all be a zero and then i need to drink some water now that's how bitter this beer is yeah is a 10 yeah so i would rate this at a it still has a bit of a zinc to it mm-hmm. which i quite enjoy so i'd give it like a three yeah i i have to agree with you this is this is definitely one of those sort of more easy on the palate if you're new to drinking beer mm. we'd would probably recommend this because hops tends to put people off hops is the ingredient in beer that gives it that wonderful bitterness yeah. that you learn to enjoy with time yeah and uh i i would probably give this a, a four you know it's mm just below average yeah it's the hops are there they're present 
but they're very, very subtle, which is quite nice. They don't overpower the palate. It's not too much in your face yeah. or in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Personally, I'd like a little more hops. Mm. I like that that sort of bitter, like, zing, as initial, you said. Initial zing. Yeah, I, I like that, you know, yeah. while, while you're drinking, it gives, the, it gives the beer some presence. And this is kind of lacking, but, uh, I mean, it's a, this is a very popular drink, so yeah. clearly people love the, the less hopsy beers. Yeah. What's next on the list there, my friend? Malt value. Oh. <laughs> and uh, with this beer, so the less malty, zero. The more malty, a 10. And this, I would probably give like a 7, 6, 6.5. I'd meet it halfway. Yeah, I would, I would, I would give it a, a solid like 7. This, is, mm. this isn't the, malt, the most malty beer I've ever yeah. drank. But I mean, for a, a sort of a more casual drinking mm. beer, it's definitely there. So for those of you who don't know, um, malt is it's it's the term given to malted barley yeah um often they they change that up to wheat but in in the case of this beer it is barley yeah and malting is the process in which the the barley seeds are partially germinated so they they wet them and then they warm them up to about 27 28 degrees Somewhere i don't quote there. me on that number it, <laughs> it slips my mind but basically it germinates the seed partially germination is a process in which the the sugars within the seed are sort of transformed into sort of more complex carbohydrates mm. but then the the malting process stops so what they do is they they They've, begin that process basically the, the, they sprout the seeds mm. partially and then they immediately poof, bake them dry them out to stop that process to give the to give the beer its ca- characteristic flavors you get three different types of malt mm. you get a pale malt a crystal malt and a roasted malt yeah. generally with your darker beers that is a roasted malt that's yeah. what that's what gives a beer its color so it's a really quick way to identify the the maltiness of a beer so generally the darker it is the higher the malt value yeah. in this case it's deceptive because this is a it's a very malty beer and you can tell you can tell that's the case because yeah. it it builds phlegm in the back of your mouth mm. and that's because you know malt at the end of the day contains gluten and you know for those of you who are gluten intolerant <laughs> uh you might not have such a good time with this beer uh it's not bad but we've we've discussed this before and we personally <laughs> we don't enjoy the malt uh-uh. value it's mm. it, it's not the highest but the thing is with this beer it's for me it's it's out of place yeah you know, when I you're drinking like a, a darker beer, like a stout, or you'd a, expect it, or like a pale ale, or whatever. You know, you, you expect that, and that's what you get when you order. With this, you know, it sort of sneaks up on you. You're talking to someone, and next thing you know, you've got like all the slime in the back of your mouth. Yeah. So yeah, that is that is malt value. What's next on the list? Fruitiness. Ah, yes. So the less fruity a drink is a zero, and the more fruity, it's a ten. So if you take like a flying fish, for example, that would be straight up 10 because that is a, that's a, that's that's, a fruity moment. Yeah, that's like actually artificially like yeah. fruitified. Um, yeah, personally, I would class this low. Um, I'm, I'm going to grab another sip and you can give me your thoughts. Mm. But I would easily give this like a two. Yeah, a, I, I'm round about there with you. I would, uh, I think I'm with you on the two because... I can't pick up any specific hints of a of a fruit. Um, mm. Not that it should there should be, but uh, I won't I won't say that this brew uh, this beer is fruity at all. Yeah, no, it's it's definitely on the lower end. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm really I'm really trying, you know, yeah. and 
sort of nothing stands out. It's just the it's just that multi taste of the beer and then the the slight hops. Yeah. And like there's no like citrus notes or anything. Mm-mm. So uh, this beer definitely isn't that complex. Uh-uh. <laughs> no. That's for sure. Uh yeah, that's fruitiness. What's next? Aftertaste, I think we kind of dove into that already. Yeah, we um, we've touched on it. So aftertaste is basically zero means that you can drink this all day every day like water without going for a glass of water <laughs> and uh a 10 would be like Ish, i need to, i need to go sprinting and get myself some water because this aftertaste is pretty bad yeah to, to the point where it's actually dehydrating yeah so this is this is a perplexing one because i find the aftertaste very pleasant mm. you know it doesn't leave you with a, a bitter hopsiness in your mouth it's nothing wild. It just leaves you with the sort of like subtle malt flavor, almost yeah. as if you were eating sort of like a craft bread, sort of yeah. like rye bread, yeah. or maybe even like a sourdough, just mm. without that sour flavor. And again, that's because of the malt, you know. Yeah. And um, ooh, excuse me. One of the one of the downsides to drinking beer is you know the the gas. Anyway, <laughs> um, I would. This is very pleasant. However. It's not so much after taste, but after phlegm is a problem yeah. for me, and because of that, I'm gonna I'm gonna give this a, like a, a probably a six. I don't I don't have an issue with it, mm. but it's definitely above average uh, to the point where I mean we we talking a lot here while drinking, yeah. and honestly, I could do with a glass of water just to clear my palate. Not for, yeah. not because of the flavor, but just because the the maltiness leaves that like saliva buildup, and that's. Not the most pleasant thing in the world. No. But what do you what do you think? I would probably give it around about a five. I feel that if you continue to drink the beer, then that flemminess goes away. But as soon as you stop, so like I've been having constant sips now as we've been speaking, so I can give an honest opinion. But it's not as bad. Yeah. But uh it's definitely there. So mm. I'd give it a five. Mm. And then after that, we've got Exotic Valley. Ah, yes. So <laughs> l- let's let's explain Exotic Valley because this is kind of off the charts. So n- not this beer, but just generally, it's, yeah. it's quite, a, quite a strange topic. So Exotic Valley is something that we've come up here with at Brosa Beers. Yeah. And it is, it is a numerical value that we give to the uniqueness or attention that a beer brings to itself. Yeah. Um, it's that's fairly self-explanatory. How many heads does this beer turn? Yeah, if you go to a party and you bust out this beer, one is going to turn heads, and two will it start conversations? Because some beers will do that. In the case of Castle, I'm going to give this a zero. I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm around about there with you. Um, I feel now that we've dove in a bit into the history and stuff that I can go up to someone and start a conversation if they've got a castle lager. Yeah. So therefore, I'd give it a one mm-hmm. um, as I might strike an interesting conversation with someone that does, knows nothing about castle lager, mm. um, which I quite enjoy. So I'd give it a one. Yeah, I uh, that makes sense to me. And I'm, I'm sure the, the audience will agree with this. I mean, castle is everywhere yeah we, we've mentioned it's like one of the most south african beers you can get and because of that it's common so there, there's a good way to to describe it is how how common is this beer and <laughs> it's very common this is very common so yeah this is a zero and a one from us here at bros and beers <laughs> what's next okay so up next we've got the lacquer factor the one the only bros and beers made lacquer factor yes 
the penultimate. <laughs> no, actually, I can do this better. <clears throat> this summer, <laughs> two 21-year-olds will describe to a group of listeners about the penultimate, the one and only lacquer factor, the one and only class, <laughs> the one and only classification of beers around the world, the one and only thing to live your life by. What does it mean? You may <laughs> ask yourself. And in like, it's something really cool. The lack of fact is something we came up with that we think it's quite special to the Brazen Beers podcast. It's something we pride ourselves on. It is a value that we give to beer that describes its ease of drinking. Yeah. So not necessarily how complex the beer is or how simple it is. It is how much at the end of the day will you enjoy this beer if somebody had a handy one. Can you just grab one of these puppies out of the fridge and yeah. drink it without thinking? So think about it. If you had a braai. Yes. And you stand and I walk up to you. Yes. And I sneak a castle into your hand. Yes. You're not supposed to think, what am I drinking? You're just going to drink it. Yeah. And that's the lack of factor. That is, that is the perfect explanation. Can somebody hand one of these drinks to you and without thinking, you crack that puppy open and have a wonderful, crisp, refreshing sip of a wonderful beer. Yeah. And, you know, this is... This is definitely way up there. This mm. is, I mean, just by its popularity alone across South Africa, you know that this is going to score high. And I'm sure if you drink one, you can agree with us. Yeah. This is an easy drinking beer. Granted, it has its downsides with its malt value and whatever. But I mean, that's, that's just personal preference. Yeah. You may disagree. But at the end of the day, if somebody hands one of these beers to you, you aren't going to say no. Yeah. I mean, you can't get more South African. And because of that, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to rate this like a solid eight. I'll definitely give it a look and be like, oh, you're drinking Castle, mm. but I'm not going to doubt you for a second. Yeah. And because of that, like personally, for me, it scores an eight. Vian, tell me, what are you thinking? It's difficult, man. <laughs> because you spoke so nice and uh, I don't want to give it an eight as well because uh, we've been matching a lot and this is all about diversity. No, but uh, be honest. <laughs> if I'm thinking about it, if mm -hmm. I'm at a braai and someone gives me a castle, I won't mind drinking it. But there, I would still have that thought in my mind that I would maybe have another beer than a castle. Ooh. Yeah. So. Ooh. So. Okay. But but sassy down here. But I'll give it a seven, a solid seven. Oh, why did you have to say that? Because that makes so much sense, and it's making me doubt mine. <laughs> I I have to agree. You know. I, I have my personal preferences. Mm. And if think of it as this. If you have two beers in the fridge, okay, and you have a castle and you have something else, which will you reach for first? That is a lack of factor. Let us know in the comments on yeah. our social media. <laughs> <laughs> Selfless plug, but we'll, we'll get there. Um, you know, it's, I mean, everybody has their favorite beer. And, you know, castle probably falls in that lineup somewhere maybe not your most favorite but i'm sure a lot of people don't mind it i know my father personally he grew up drinking this beer yeah. and he loves it he, um, he would probably give this a lack of factor of 10 mm. and think a good way to judge lack of factor is think of breakfast if you could have a beer at breakfast without thinking about it that probably scores really high on the lack of factor yeah. but oh, back to me doubting myself yes <laughs> i'm i'm definitely gonna leave this at an eight there's def I definitely have more fa like better better yeah. ones the ones I'll reach for first, but I mean there's a whole lot of beers yeah. that fall way behind Castle. Yeah, I can agree with that. And I think on that note, 
that brings us to the end of our podcast. Yeah, and that was really exciting. Really excited to do it. Yes, um, yes. <laughs> uh, I enjoy every moment of this. I mean, we are creators. We study film, and uh, we thought this is a this is something fun to do mm. as a something to pass the time with. And I'm in love with podcasting. Don't know about you, James. No, definitely. We've we've been practicing. Side note: we've been practicing a little, but. Uh, <laughs> This is this is definitely something I'm really beginning to enjoy. You know, it's just myself and you, like my best friend. Yeah. We're just spending time together, talking about beer, stuff we love, and speaking about topics that are relevant to like us as South Africans and maybe even the international market. If we ever have international listeners, listeners, hi, <laughs> how's it? <laughs> How you doing? But uh, that's that's long term goals. At the end of the day, we are just here to speak about stuff we love. Yeah. And we really, really hope that you guys like enjoy that and can engage with it. Mm. On that note of engagement, oh, you know, oh, I see what you do. <laughs> selfless yeah. plug, head on over to our social media. All of it will be linked within the show notes of this. Yeah. If you are listening on platforms that don't support show notes like Spotify, or Apple Music, mm. you can find us on Instagram at bros and beers podcast. Yeah. Likewise for Twitter, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you should be able to find us anyway, just with bros and beers. We we are trying to be everywhere. Like, <laughs> um, so definitely come and engage, come and hang out. You know, Instagram is a great place to you know comment and interact with us. At the like with every podcast, they'll we'll be posting sort of a photo of the beer we drank. Yeah. Underneath that, let's say you don't want to. Let's say you're not using Anchor because we are exporting this on Anchor. Mm. Let's say you're not using Anchor. Anchor has a wonderful feature, by the way, in which you can voice note us so if you don't have anchor and you listen to the podcast we recommend you you get it because then you can actually verbally interact with us and hey your answers or questions may end up in a show which could be pretty cool so we yeah. recommend you get that but the point i was trying to get to is leave your your questions your answers to your our thoughts. questions your thoughts all on instagram we'll be engaging with you there in future we're going to be chatting on the podcast about the stuff you guys say because at the end of the day you know this this isn't a radio show it's a, yeah. we we are here to engage with you we want yeah. to know what you guys think our thoughts aren't absolute we are by no means experts we're just two guys enjoying life mm, i agree with that and then on the whole engagement part question for today is if you had a castle and your favorite beer in the fridge would you consider grabbing the castle after today's podcast? Let us know on our social media platforms. Yes, that is a that's a wonderful question. And I think on that note, we're gonna sign off for today. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed. Yeah. Don't forget to check out our social media. And until next time, you'll hear us around. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Cheerio. <laughs>